Hey, welcome back to the Kahalilo Massage Podcast. This is Aaron again. So we are continuing our series on the issues or the problems of being a massage therapist slash business owner. This time we're going to talk about the problems of being in the business now for after the first five years. So this is kind of like the Essentially, congratulations, you're, you're still flying, you're still alive, the business is still running. I think the main problem, like we talked about before, is, you know, the bad reviews, you know, especially on Yelp, a lot of social media, Twitter, Facebook, you know, everybody has access to the internet now. They can go in their soapbox and, you know, they can blast you from afar. So sometimes people will come in and they won't relay information on your intake form, they got to talk to you if they don't like certain things. The lighting's bad. The drape is off. It's too cold. It's too hot. You're working too hard. You're working too soft. You don't know. They just keep their mouth shut. And then they, they leave and three days later, they blast you to know an onion or get you just get crapped on. And personally, yeah, they I've been I've been disparaged personally. Like, somebody called me fat because I was breathing too hard. Somebody said I had bad breath. What else was there? Oh, I should buy them dinner first because I was breathing so hard on them. Uh, what else was there? Somebody called me a horrible asshole via text. And there was even a time a guy wanted to physically fight me because he said I had an attitude. But he was the guy that was standing with clenched fists looking like he wanted to hit me. And then on Yelp, he portrayed himself as the victim where he was saying that I was the one that was coming off as hostile. You know, the first couple years I was in business, I really took it personal. Like, I wanted to, like, knock on these people's doors and just punch them square in the face. But, you know, as I get older, you've survived this long. You've got a clientele base that hopefully is strong. Part of it is, you know, you're just going to deal with it, roll with the punches still. So a lot of times, like during the the growth expansion phase of your business, you want to get as many clients as possible. And sometimes you do it through not as necessarily like optimal means. So for example, like the discount coupon situation, like the Groupons or the deals of the day. I think KITV had one, Amazon had one. Essentially, it was selling your services for half the price where you sold X amount and they actually the business that is sending it to you actually takes half of the half of the cost too. So I, you're actually working for a quarter of whatever you charge. And it's nice because you get a, a pretty tidy lump sum in the beginning. You got money in the bank or whatever. That's good. These people are deal seekers. As as much as these 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 discount things are saying like, oh, these guys, these people look for value and they'll pay full price. No, we had people tell us to our faces, I'm only going to come to see you if you guys post up another deal and I'll buy five more of them. Or, you know, I bought 10 of them and how come you can't, like, how come you don't allow me to use all 10 of them? It's like, well, it actually says one per new client only. And then they return all theirs and they say you're an asshole or whatever. And then, I mean, part of it is... For me, in my business, where I was, you know, I, me and my partner or whatever, I have to do everything. So I answer the phones, I do the laundry, I clean the office, whatever. And so if you have a bad day, people really don't care. They don't care if your dog died, your parents had an accident, you got rear-ended. And like, if they're coming to see you and they're paying, 
they want the best massage they can. And so I understand that. But for me personally, I'm a reflection of the person coming in. And usually I'm very flat when it comes to people coming into my office because I don't know these people. When I greet somebody, I'm like, hi, how's it going? Can you fill out the form? Part of me being so short is because you're not there to make friends in the waiting room because you've gotten an hour with me and the hour should be best served in the room. So, you know what? I can talk to you for a good 15 minutes outside. I can be your best friend out here. I'm only going to do like a 45 minute massage on you because you got to leave if I have another client coming. So, you know, there are times when people come late and they're like, oh, why is my massage appointment so short? It's because, you know, we're booked up whatever and then they blast you on Yelp or they you know they say you're you're providing bad service or you're being unreasonable for not allowing us to have an extra 15 minutes or whatever it's not my fault you came in 15 minutes late so with um the deal things what happens is you get hammered in the first three weeks you get hammered in the last three weeks and in the middle four and a half months 20 percent show up and so they want to come in their specific time and they're not allowed to now they blast you again because you're not providing the services but you know what you had six total months to figure it out and you want to come in in the last two hours of the six months. We had a lot of people like that. And you know what? It's not my problem. There were times when people did have family members who were military or had extenuating circumstances. And they call like months ahead. And my partner and I honored those because, hey, you took time out to ask us and we would allow it. But if you're coming in the last two hours, there's no way in hell we were going to honor those. You know, they always see the customers always right saying, well... Is the customer always right? No. No, they're not. But you got to make them feel like it's right. The main thing is you work with them. The clients that I have, you know, I like to nurture my relationships with them. I try to remember, you know, key dates, key points, things we talked about, especially if we, you know, if they come in often, how how their family's doing, how their kid's doing. As a massage therapist, you're... You're a pet psychologist, like a bartender. You got to listen to their their problems and you got to be willing to receive them and at the same time, not let it hang on you. As strange as it sounds, um, you need to, you need to cleanse yourself of people's, you know, energy or the bad juju. You know, you have to give it, you have to give the energy back to them because if you keep taking it, you can kind of manifest some level of illness, you know, believe it or not. But that's just something to keep in mind. You need to have an energy break, learn to energy cleanse, because that's important in your longevity as a massage therapist. You know, and sometimes when we have problems as a therapist, it's cathartic that you can talk to, you know, your clients because they have different you know, they're from different walks of life, so they can give you different perspectives. And I think that's really important. Nurture relationships with the people. What is it? The 80-10 rule, like 20% are going to create 80% of your business and 20% create 80% of the headaches or whatever. So just keep that in mind. If you're doing a good job, keep doing your good job. People see through a lot of the BS. Like, you know, you can be fake over here and provide an average massage, whatever. I'd rather be the person that, you know, is real with you and gives you the great massages you deserve. So, you know, that that's one of the issues when, when you're doing it for like five, ten years now. And so the next issue we can talk about is, you know, if you are getting busy, like when to change your rates. Like, you know, sometimes if your overhead starts rising, 
you've got to raise your rate because you got to pass it on to the, the clients or whatever because if you don't, you're going to lose money. So you're eating it. You've got to be the one that unfortunately has to be like, you know what, I got to raise it five bucks or whatever. Or on the flip side, if you're so busy, you're so overwhelmed, maybe you have to raise your rates too then so you kind of thin the herd out too. And that's, that's a very fine line because there is a tipping point as to how much people are willing to spend, right? So that you got to keep in mind too. So... Like we were saying, we were talking about on the last podcast, you hope to have the same vision as your as your business partner or partners. But there are times where, you know, there, there are extenuating circumstances where things happen that are out of our control that they can't do massages anymore or they don't want to. It's not a priority to them. And you've got to be willing to... You know, roll with those punches too. That's, that's difficult because maybe you're relying on them to do business and they haven't. Ultimately, that will cause you to contract the business versus, you know, if you're too busy, you start thinking about expansion. And if you and your partner don't line up or if they don't see the same vision, then you guys have to part ways and figure out how to do that. And hopefully amicably. There are times it's not. And that, you know, and unfortunately you gotta, if it's not amicable, you got to do what's best for yourself and your business. Main thing is that you have to communicate. If it's just all about communication, especially especially when you... Um, so, like, we have to hire and fire independent contractors at times or student therapists or whatever. And, you know, for me, it's like they become a reflection of me and my business. So they have to be well-versed in what I can do and almost be interchangeable with my skills and abilities. And if they don't, I won't have them as an independent contractor because they they become the face of me and my business. And if they do a substandard massage or they're unprofessional, that shines a light on me. And that goes back even to like the massage students. So there were times when I went back to AIMT and I might have sounded like a dick, but there are times when I told some students like, maybe this is not your profession. And some of that is because if they go to the AIMT school and they do a massage somewhere and they do a crappy job and then maybe like a year down the road, maybe they'll try again and they'll look at, oh, there's Aaron. He went to AIMT. I had a crappy massage with another person. I'm not going to Aaron. So right there, you affected my business. So the last thing, now that the business is up and running and you're, you're the only business owner there or you're a partner, the main thing now is that you need to start looking at taking care of yourself because nobody else will. So hopefully you can pay for your insurance, your health insurance, or if you're, you have a significant other, they're covering you or something, or you're paying it out of pocket or whatever. But there's a point where you need to go on vacation. You need to set time for yourself, for your mental health, mental, physical, psychological, whatever. Because if you don't do it, burnout is likely. I know the first eight years that I was in business, I didn't go on vacation. And now that I'm 14 years in, I need. I, I know that I have to go on vacation, that I need to take care of myself to ensure that I can provide the best massages for my for my clients and have the longevity to do this to do this as long as I want to do it. So, so that's all I got for for today. So again, any question comments, hit me up kahaleolamassage at gmail dot com or on Twitter at kahaleola. So for the podcast, this is Aaron, and I will talk to you later.